0: Happy birthday, Rach! Oh my god, you guys! Happy birthday! We love you so much!
1: That we was so beautiful! Like, thank you so much for doing that. That is so nice. Hello, and welcome back to the Her Life blogcast. I'm your host, Rachel Malik. The trio is back in the Zoom room tonight, Hannah Emma. Good Hello, evening. thank you. Good to be back. <laughs> you look gorgeous. You look festive. This is our birthday, Rachel's birthday, my birth. I don't know how to, I already got <laughs> what you it's, right oh, it's Rachel's birthday. I <laughs> oh my God, preemptively anxious about introing my own birthday special. Everyone, hey guys, it's Rachel's birthday. birthday.
2: <laughs> Girl, birthday you special. know why. I
1: <laughs> this is birthday special slash holiday special because we're giving it just an overarching holiday vibe. We, we got a lot of things planned, so I don't know if we're gonna have like a designated holiday special. So this is kind of the catch-all for December celebrations. And I am so looking forward to it. We have so much okay. good stuff planned, and we have a special holiday film hot take segment that I think will be really interesting. We we've kept it a secret again. The reactions are going to be a big part of this episode, and I can't wait to dive in. Should we start with her reflections of the week?
3: Heck yeah, we should.
1: Okay, Hannah. Kick it <laughs> off with your happy girlfriend.
3: Um, well, it's Christmas time. Can you hear my jingle bells? Yes, let's try. We can't hear jingle bells. <laughs> They're
1: on my sweater.
3: Get get on my level, people. <laughs> Christmas and Rachel season, of course. But yeah, it just <laughs> I'm happy to be getting in the spirit. All the holiday movies, or not so holiday movies. We'll see. Um, oh, And the good Christmas one.
1: music. I'm living life. It's great. I love them. Emma, <laughs> shooting it right on down to you. What are you happy about? Sure. I'm happy about the
0: Spotify Wrapped, And I just think it's so fun to see everybody's artists top so songs. I don't necessarily agree with mine. Kind of, sort of. Let's but say. also, I just love like the top 100 songs that they come out. Because every song is a banger. And so, along with Christmas music, yeah. you have the bangers. Bumping
1: all the time. Absolutely, no, I couldn't agree more with everything you said. I think, I think you're a little. Here's my thing, Emma. When I think of you, I think of like you are my cool music person. Like I come to Emma when I want like a vibey new song, and you always deliver. So I think you're disappointed because Taylor Swift was real high, and that's as basic as you get. Like I think I'm the basic one of the group with the basic music. No one's surprised that Taylor Swift is like one of my top artists, but like you're coming out of the on a left field with a Taylor Swift song, and you're like, top five? That was crazy to me.
0: Yeah, she's my number one top artist, and I guess I listened to her. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. At 0.5%
1: too. Oh my god. I didn't even realize. I thought you just had a song. I didn't realize she was top artist, and you were 0.5%. So, uh, I
3: mean, Folklore came out this year, true. so true. I mean, that was... I feel like that was on repeat for a while.
1: For, at yeah, because that me, was a sad was. album, and it was a sad year. Like, that – all of the songs on Folklore are in my top 100. And I still don't know lyrics, but, like, every single song is in there because I would just play that album on a loop and, like, cry. It was <laughs> no, just okay. – yeah. They're sad. They're sad. Anyway. No, I, like, welcome to the club. I, I'm glad – I think my advice to you, embrace it. You know what I mean? You could still like cool vibes and Taylor Swift. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am very happy. I'm going to just go along with Hannah's a little bit here. Like the holiday season is here. More importantly, my season is here. (laughs) Every year, my family, who is wonderful, puts up a birthday tree in celebration of my birthday before our Christmas tree. So we decorate it for my birthday first. It started like ages ago and it's just like a fun little thing. I look forward to it every year and they continued the tradition when I was at college. Last year, I had the best birthday tree ever in the world. Do you guys remember my mom and my sisters put together 22 boys of 22 years and made ornaments really of each of my crushes going from like elementary school, like my first grade crush all the way through current 22. Like it was so good and weird, but great. And I just, <laughs> oh, it still hurts me because I couldn't post it anywhere except for like my Finsta, because it would just be too weird for like, Somebody that I no longer talk to who like I was obsessed with in like the third grade to see them on a star ornament on my tree in my <laughs> home. Like it would just be too weird, but it was so special and I just appreciated it so much. So this year we were like, what are we going to do? How are we going to top the tree? But you know what my mom came up with? She is a brilliant woman. She's like, Rachel, I'm making you a Her Life blogcast tree. So she has little, Aww. like, our logo and, like, little microphones as all the ornaments. We got streamers and all of our colors. We're putting it together tomorrow, so pics will be up. But, like, what What a woman. I'm so That's excited. such a great idea. Oh, I'm I so love excited. The it is so, I'm just so happy. I can't, oh, my God. I love a birthday tree. It's not about me. It's about the joy.
3: And also about you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to energized, <laughs> shall we? Hannah, do you want to kick us off? sure i'd love to so i've been
3: talking to like you guys and like other friends that i haven't in a while and it just really makes me feel some type of way i get off the phone and i'm just like happy and i'm like oh i'm so glad that like we talked to each other and it's just like rekindling like old friendships too so it's just been really nice to like seeing both people that i've had in my life at certain points and just yeah. reconnecting and or just like connecting more in general yeah. and just I feel good. <laughs> no, I feel energized.
1: Oh yeah. I love so, that. No, so true. Great points all around. I feel the same way. Thanks. I love you. Emma, how about you? What's energizing you today? Today? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess just starting
0: grad school next month—it's just, just something exciting. looking forward to and like energizing me. Like it's like I'm a student again. I'm excited. Like I'm getting all like my pencils and like my notebooks Aww. ready and like how I'm going to organize it. And I miss that because yeah. I guess like towards the end of college, I was definitely done with school. I was like, no, 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 I can't do this anymore. But now I'm ready to take it on again
1: and challenge myself.
0: New topics, etc. I think it's yeah. gonna be good.
1: She's leveling up. Yeah. yeah, I love this for you. I love the energy coming off that. I feel energized just listening to it. <laughs> okay, I have a good one and I'm excited to share it with you. This is a piece of advice that I was given recently by a panelist at a media summit that I went to this past week, which was always good. It's like webinar summits can be hard because it's like, oh my God, we sit on Zooms all day long, but every now and again, there's like a little nugget that really sticks with you. And this was one from this week. Instead of waiting for a position to open so that you could throw your hat into the ring, walk into the ring already wearing the hat. Wow. Let me break it down a little further. So instead of just waiting for an opportunity to present itself so that you're like, Oh, maybe I'll fit for this. Maybe I could do this. No, no, no. If you want the, the next level job, if you want a certain thing, do the tasks of that job description, prove that you are worthy, go into the ring, wearing the hat, people will take notice and your career orbit. I think this could be applied to anything. It's definitely most applicable, I think in a career sense, but I think in any ways, if you want something, act like you deserve it because you do. And I just thought, wow, I felt so energized when I heard that. Cause I was like, I could do freaking anything. <laughs> 100%. That's
3: really good advice. It's Isn't like that? the, the adage, like dress for the job you want, not the job you have. It's like the same, similar concept. I love it.
1: Oh. Oh. So I just felt so, and I always say that all like, oh, I'm throwing my hat into the ring. Even when I'm like putting out cover letters and stuff in the email, when I send my cover letter, I'm like throwing my hat into the ring for this position. It's like, no, wear the hat for the love of God. So I just loved that. I really like shifted my perspective. And energized me, and I was so excited to share with you guys this week. Thanks for sharing. I of do course. love it. Of course. Let's move on to recent realizations. Hannah, hit me. Okay, so I like, filled mine out,
3: and then I read your guys's. Mine's a uh, more. Not as deep. So mine is the realization that no one really truly knows what they actually look like. Okay, so I've known this for a while, but like it was re brought to my attention. <laughs> when I took a video on my phone, not on Snapchat, and I used the god-awful front camera, and filming it, I was like, oh, okay, like, this is good, like, whatever, I look great, and then it stopped, and it flipped my face, and I was so taken aback, <laughs> how how I looked, <laughs> I, was, I, like, slipped into an existential crisis, kind of, because I was just like, what do I look like? Because your mirror reflection is not what you actually look like, it's just what you see. So then (laughs) I was texting Jana about this and she was like, Well, yeah, like I know what you mean, but it's not that big of a deal because everyone else is used to seeing you that way and I was just like, Oh my God. So I uh you know, I'm just dealing with that today (laughs) now. But (laughs) You're beautiful though. Stop it. You just don't know like what you look like. So now I was like going through pictures of myself and I was like, Well is this even (laughs) accurate? Like the camera is like different too.
1: That was my favorite part and what I kept thinking about after we got off our call the other night because I was like picturing you going to like photo albums in your home and being like, Who is this girl? I don't even know her.
3: It was a time. I'm good now. I've
1: always been good. It's your fine. <laughs> Interesting yeah. to think about. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. No, I think like the impact of Snapchat cannot be overstated here in shifting our perspective of ourselves. Yeah. Because we're just so constantly used to like me vlogging into the void and like seeing my mirror reflection rather than what I actually try. Right. So. No, that's a good one, <laughs> Hannah. Don't doubt yourself. That is a great one. It was funny and it was true, and you are gorgeous. Thanks, <laughs> Emma. Throwing it over to you. Recent realization. A quote.
0: I will not ignore what I need today. I will listen to my body and mind. I will say no to the unnecessary. I will enjoy saying yes to myself. I refuse to feel guilty. I think that's definitely applicable to days off of work um, and weekends, especially. You just need time for yourself. And even if you're like a couch potato, you're totally fine.
1: Absolutely. That's a great, I think that's a great quote. Put that on a poster, save it on your background on your phone. (laughs) I love that. Thank you for sharing, Emma. I have another quote for my realization of the week and it is one that is brought to us by the incomparable elaine welteroth who you know i love so much one of her favorite quotes that she says to me a lot in her books and her instagram and stuff and like when she comes to me in dreams is this life is a series of dreams realized and i think that's such a powerful thing emma we talked about this with your mom when she came on the show I think so often we get so pigeonholed into thinking like, okay, I have one major goal and I'm going to do everything in my power to get to this one goal. And it's like, what happens when you attain that? Do you just stop? No. Life is a series of dreams realized. You just continue finding the next thing that you're passionate about and chasing a new dream. And I think it's such a liberating piece of advice. Also sidebar, Elaine Weltroth has just had a lot of exciting things going on lately for her. So I'd like to share them with you guys if you don't mind. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. I'd love to she either. also is a December birthday girl. So just like, I'm just saying we're kind of celebrating her too. It's like the Elaine special. So <laughs> she just landed a co-host gig on the talk, which is the daily talk show CBS, it's like a panelist kind of thing. So she's going to be out every day. She just moved to LA and we were all like, what's she doing? This seems to be the big picture for her. I'm That's so excited. It. Oh my God. Like she's just going to be so phenomenal on that. She filled in a few times for, as like a guest co-host and proved herself. And I'm just so thrilled for her And more recently, she interviewed Barack Obama. She only got to ask him one question. She had like five minutes. And it was such a great question about identity and leadership. And watching the two of them converse was just insane for me. I watched it a million times, and I will watch it a million times more. Congratulations (laughs) to Elaine. Life is a series of dreams realized. One of those dreams, interviewing Barack Obama, like she achieved it. Now on to the next one. I am so proud of her. Okay, that's my realization. Okay. Great round of reflections. You guys never disappoint. Can we go on to Swoon of the Week now? Yes. Does anyone feel passionately like they want to start us off today? I feel like birthday girls start us off. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> My swoon, probably like of eternity, who I'm happy to report I kind of have a little bit of an Instagram DM correspondence happening with. Yeah, it, it's true. Halassi from the Great British Bake Off. Didn't think about looking up his last name. I dropped the ball on that. I'm really sorry. But, like, <laughs> you only who knows more than when Selassie he is a one name wonder and he is just the I think suave. Suave is the word I would use to describe him. I'm thinking of him now, just the way he bakes and like interacts with the world. <gasps> I hope to one day. He's just... Damn,
0: the way he bakes is so
1: off. <laughs> oh like, if you watched the show, you would know he's so smooth. He's cool as a cucumber all of the time, and he's so good at what he does. But he also has this very fun energy. I can't explain it, because on the one hand, he's so chill. And I think in that way, opposites attract, because, like, nobody's called me chill before. You know what I mean? But I think we could really balance each other out in that way. But at the same time, he really just has such a youthful energy about him, and... I get – I'm, like, really honestly flustered talking about it because I feel like if I lived in the UK, we'd be together (laughs) by now. (laughs) He is so handsome and so suave and so kind. I've asked him baking questions on the internet. He has reposted my stories before. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. God, I love Selassie. I'm so sorry that it took me this long to name you a swoon of the week, but I'm glad that I got to share the holiday love. Selassie. Damn. That's my spoon. I love your energy for him. (laughs) Thank you. I'm going to send this to him, and I really think, like, it could be the start of something. Okay, Okay, somebody else go. Somebody else go.
3: Okay, I'll go. Dylan McDermott. So, I knew him as, like, the older version that he is now. (laughs) The older self. That was a weird way to say it. I liked it. I liked it. Um, So, you know, with, like, the scruff and, like, the short hair. Well... I've watched for the first time the 1994 Miracle on 34th Street. And don't get me wrong, the the original one is still way better in my opinion. That's not my hot take, but it's just fact. (laughs) Um, Anyway, he plays like the love interest, you know, the lawyer guy. Mm -hmm. Wow. He is so cute in that movie. He's got the long do and the bright blue eyes and he's the chiseled face and he's just this loving person. He's a great lawyer for Santa Claus. And he's like a years. father to Susan, the little girl. Oh, I fell in love. My heart was swooning. I, I like would re- rewind it just to see him again. Oh,
1: amazing. The telltale signs of a swoon. I mean, you hit them all, chiseled, rewinding just to see the swoon again. I mean, yeah, this is a great pick. And right on point for the holiday special, yeah. See, there you go. Great pick. Thank you. He doesn't look like a Dylan to me, though. It always, like, I agree. strikes me that his name is Dylan, because I think of Dylan as, I don't want to put any Dylans down. I don't think anything bad about Dylans. I just don't think of, like, a sexy guy when I think of the name Dylan. All right, see, that I was kind know. of putting it down. Dylans <laughs> can be cute, Dylans can be handsome, but I don't think Dylans can be sexy. But th- this Dylan changes my mind, there. That's actually such a good point, because I don't
3: I don't think I think of him as a Dylan. I'm, I'm like, oh, Dylan McDermott. Exactly. So, like, when you break down the name of it, that's an interesting point.
1: I'm just going to say the opposite of Selassie. I don't even know his last name, and I don't need to know, because that <laughs> name stands on its own, but you kind of need the McDermott there. I hate, like, to, so- I hate to pit our swoons against each other. I hate to, <laughs> But uh, there are no rules today, so Do what, uh, it's your birthday. Do what you want..: thank you, thank you. It is a great pick. Emma, take us home. Who is your pick?
0: Um, my pick is Daniel Levy. I think after watching a few episodes of Schitt's Creek and uh, Happiest Season, he's just a funny guy, and I would be friends with him. Swoon because he just makes me laugh, and yeah. he's cool, and I feel like we would just be great friends. Right. And he seems very smart. Like he, the Schitt's Creek, like whole seasons and episodes, like, oh, yeah. damn,
1: absolutely. That's a phenomenal pick. I think that's great. And the Happiest Season, that movie was so good just so heartwarming the most heartwarming movie i've seen in a long time it was beautiful
0: it was very good on hulu
1: okay great round great round of spoons of the week i love that segment okay let's move right along to our holiday hot takes segment this is a new segment that we will now do every single december where we pick a holiday film or not so holiday film and give our hot take about it you can interpret this as you wish. If you have a movie that many consider holiday that you are arguing against, if you have a not-so-holiday film that you want to argue for, the floor is yours to convince the other two podcasters on this call and anyone listening that your hot take is valid. Emma, I'm putting you in the hot take hot seat.
3: Can- Ooh, snap. That was good. Yeah. Like you're making
1: it. me
0: nervous. I I don't think my <laughs> picks are good because I didn't do one pick. I'm sorry. I did multiple picks because I not I couldn't love just that. Go. The way I'm doing this is movies that are not holiday, but they should be holiday.
1: Okay. That's good. That's yeah, what yeah good, good,
3: yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Because when you're reading the direction, I was like, oh no. No,
0: no that's that's what what I know. did too.
3: Open to interpretation. Yeah,
1: that's sure, the sure, joy sure. of holiday hot take. So,
0: one just came into my mind and it's from this conversation we're having. High School Musical, the first one.
1: God damn it, Emma, that was
0: mine! <laughs> well, you. Okay, can I repeat that then? Wait, pretend I didn't say it. Pretend I didn't say it because I have no justification. Of it. No, I just no, no.
1: It you think no. it is
3: a holiday movie. Oh, yeah,
0: because we're yeah.
1: putting a pin in it and I will argue my movie later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's one. Two. Wait. Wait, wait, okay, it's because two. I sang the start of something new, isn't it? I mean, yeah. No, I shouldn't have done that, but it's because High School Musical was in my head because I couldn't wait to sing it in that segment. Darn it, I really oh. ruined it. Like, so worked up now, I'm really... No, it's fine. We'll, we'll just, okay. it'll be good we'll when you go, do go it.
0: it. My second one is the Harry Potter series. There. It's just so magical, just like Christmas is so magical. There's always a Christmas tree in every single movie. I ain't gonna lie. Hmm. And don't they, always, they and, always show it at the holidays, don't they? I'm yeah. sorry, this and, is your point. This, no, 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 it does, it does. Third one is the movie Just Friends with oh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good one. Oh, okay. It's not really a holiday I movie, but he comes home, he, you know, he had a
3: makeover, then the old friends, they fall in love, bam. I think I agree with, like, all your picks. Thank you. Just Friends, yeah, I would totally say, because – that one's usually not on a lot, and it is very Christy- it's Christmas, Christmas time.
1: Yeah, but it's cute, you know. Ryan Reynolds, how could you go wrong? Yeah. I, I also think with that one, perhaps it, it might be, I don't know if this is true, but the archetype for a lot of Hallmark movies we see of, like, coming on Christmas. Like, yeah. the Hallmark, the true. same trope. Like, is that where it began? I mean, it's a tale as old as time, so maybe not. But like, I'm just saying, I think it fits into that theme. And for that reason, I think it's your hot take is valid.
2: So since
1: mine was ruined, (laughs) no, I really, like, I'm set to argue, and this was going to be, like, I really thought out how I was going to really lead into it, Um, but just pretend (laughs) to be for a second, girls. When you think of the holidays, what specific holidays do you think of? Christmas. Christmas. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Thanksgiving. Boxing Day. Boxing Day, and we can't forget New Year's.
3: Mm.
1: New Year's is part of the holiday season. Can I get an amen?
3: Amen.
0: Amen.
1: (laughs) Would High School Musical, the franchise, exist had Troy and Gabriella (laughs) not met on that holiday?
3: It's true. That's a very good point. The Wouldn't that be of such of... a fun party to go to? Oh,
1: my God. Amazing. Yes, We would kill it at karaoke, first of all. I've been waiting all my life to be invited to a karaoke party on New Year's Eve. Because I would kill it. I have been waiting my entire life for this. Also, also, the start of something new is the anthem of the resolution season. I mean... Anything is possible with love and joy. And Troy Bolton and Gabriella Montez proved that to me. Yeah,
3: you're so right. Do you think in order for something to be considered a Christmas movie, it has to be throughout? Or is it just confined to one scene? Or holiday, sorry, holiday movie.
1: First of all, holiday. (laughs) And second of all, it can go either way. Can this movie be enjoyed all year round? Yes. However, the mark of a good film, the marks of the best holiday films is that it can be played any time of year. And so I would go so far as to say that High School Musical 1 has transcended the holiday film genre and become just a film. Wow, so you that think is a bold in,
3: claim. <laughs> it was intentionally at first meant to be a holiday film and then it transcended that on its own and became just a regular <laughs> film.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying and I think Kenny Ortega would agree with me, <laughs> the director and choreographer, if he was on the Zoom call, yes.
3: I can't say that I <laughs> agree with that, but I like your arguments. I definitely don't think that the movie would have happened if they hadn't met on New Year's Eve. I agree with that 100%.
1: Not even just the movie, the franchise. <laughs> the franchise. One, one, two, three. Again, I'll remind you that three was released in theaters. It was not even a made-for-TV movie. So, again, we're really just transcending. Okay. <laughs> then, with the rise of Disney+, Plus, High School Musical, the musical, the series, I'm going to round out my argument with one final point that proves <laughs> every point I have made. Disney Plus has released High School Musical, the musical, the series, holiday special this year, the year we needed it most, which proves my point. High School Musical is a holiday franchise. Thank you. But if if
3: it was a holiday franchise, would they need a holiday special for the a, holiday?
1: Musical? <laughs> okay. The logic was flawed, but I'm standing but by my points. I respect that. Okay, uh, Hannah, do you want to go? Do you want to go now? <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to just totally debunk your whole. No, great points. Really, <laughs> that's why the holiday hot take exists. It's not fun if you don't get a little pushback.
3: I, I'll probably get a lot of pushback for this one. I hope I hope it lives up to uh, your expectations, but I'm gonna jump right in and say that I don't think that Love Actually is a, a holiday movie, nor is it a very good movie. <laughs> Double hot
1: take. I told you, it was hot. It's steaming. <laughs> Be burned by, by my speakers right now. I can't even <laughs> believe how hot that take just was. I know. I watched it last night, and I've seen it a total of two
3: times, and I'm just gonna say <laughs> that First of all, I get that it's, like, they make it a point of being, like, five weeks to Christmas, four weeks of Christmas. The Christmas thing isn't really, to me, the main focus. Yeah, you have, like, the, the Billy – what's that guy? Billy, rock star guy, being, like, his Christmas song and, like, his progress. But that's more of, like, an afterthought. Like, I feel like this could be centered around any holiday, and it would be the same effect. Um, like, Valentine's Day. Because oh. the movie, to me, is more about just love and relationships with people yeah. than – per se, Christmas, to me, like, watching a holiday movie, I want to feel joy. I want to feel cheery. There's a lot of sadness and sorrow throughout the movie, which I get comes with love. However, it did not make me happy, (laughs) and I, the only story that I really loved were this rock star guy, Um, and the the Liam Neeson and his, like, stepson storyline, where he becomes a father figure after his The kid's mom dies his wife the love that way and then the love the little boy has for like the other little girl that was like the most rewarding part of the movie like it wasn't a terrible movie i'm making it sound like it's a terrible movie but (laughs) to me it's i don't think it's a christmas movie i think you could literally swap it out for any holiday like i said and it's about love really so it's not
1: christmas here, okay, I have a couple rebuttals <laughs> yes. since you came for my throat just a few minutes ago. <laughs> Is
3: that you? Were you, you writing, writing down?
1: down? <laughs> I'm taking some notes.
3: <laughs> I'm so sorry for burning you so bad. I didn't mean for it.
1: <laughs> Rachel and I are no longer friends after this episode. <laughs> well, just, let me just say, like, you say it could be centered around any holiday, right? Yes. I don't have any points specifically about the things you said, but I want to use some of your points to further my (laughs) high school musical argument just for a second because high school musical, you couldn't have thrown those two together on St. Patrick's day at a karaoke. Okay. It needed to be New Year's. The semester needed to be transitioning so that Gabriella could come to East High. I just, it, it was so significant and so intentional the setting of the film. And so the fact that you think that's a hallmark of a holiday movie, the intentional setting, is just a little funny to me because it's what my film exactly has.
0: Hannah, would you like to um, rebut that?
1: (laughs) Thank you, moderator Emma. (laughs) Um,
3: I think that's a good good point. However... (laughs) I actually don't know where I'm going with this. I just wanted to be controversial. I don't know I the actor's name. so long.
1: I know. I, I'm curious to rewatch it. I remember being struck by Love actually, because what if the opening scenes is just like naked women? They're just boobs. out.
3: Okay, yeah. That was another point. Thank you for bringing that up. I thought there was like a lot of that that was unnecessary Great. in the story. Like, why are we trying to make it so edgy, huh?
1: Yeah, like it did not need to have that. Sorry. I literally turned it on for the first time, and I thought, this can't be it. This can't <laughs> be love, actually. <laughs> because this is absurd. This is obscene. This is inappropriate. I thought Christmas movies are family flicks. And this one I couldn't watch with my dad. So yes. I just had to go ahead and X that. Yeah. It's
3: not a completely horrible movie, but just, I think... I don't understand the hype necessarily. I, I, yeah. A lot of the characters
1: are underdeveloped, so you're not, I agree. Like, you are not see so many. I think that's a, a kind of the name of the game for these big ensemble casts. And we see, like, I think Love Actually was the first one of it, where it's like then you had Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve and all these like big ensemble kind of flicks where you can't possibly develop all the characters because it's sure. a 90 minute film. So like, I guess right. that it's apparently a flaw in the genre. But then why are we making movies like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> miniseries. Like, exactly. oh. so i It's like mini-series. Exactly. So that could be a working thing, though. Like, love actually the series. That would be good. I think that there's potential there. I bet that's in the works somewhere. I love that, though. I love those things. It's wild to watch them all come together. And I think perhaps <laughs> a motif of the Christmas season. You know, like, people are coming from all over. Everyone's connected, if by nothing else than the spirit of the holiday. I think that's something we can all get behind here. Agreed. Wow. What a segment. Thank you, girls, for for really coming in hot there. Are we still friends, Rachel? Of course. Of course. (laughs) Our differences make us stronger, Hannah. Stronger. Let's transition now into our birthday horoscope section, girls. Okay. So, a Sagittarius baby. Hey. Um, Okay. So, December
3: 13th. Is a date of hope and positive outcomes and a time when inspiration is found to reach the furthest of distances, even with everyone's opinions and attitudes standing against us. The knowledge is rooted deep in one's heart and people born at this time may seem stubborn in their attempt to hold on to emotional dignity and moral commands felt deep within their being. It is important that they don't allow the flow of atmospheres around them to influence their own beliefs and their natural state of wisdom that pulls them into new opportunities. Instead, they are meant to teach others how to open their hearts as well, remember their inner child, so they can find their own doors to open along the way too.
1: I like this one, you guys. That's pretty good. Do you feel it? <laughs> I, I a little bit too. I feel like half of it is like, oh my God, it's real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, have yeah. a little bit, but it really is. It's, it's reassuring to me. Ooh.
0: To continue, off to save the world, December 13th born are on a pursuit of happiness in a quite lyrical sense. They aren't only idealists, but also philosophers on a mission to share information with others and enrich the worlds of many, even when they have very little. They are giving warm and wide in acceptance for the entire humankind, seeing differences in people as inspiration for growth. Travelers and those ready to learn, they need their ego stable and their foundation solid so they can truly stay on the move and create something with these incredible energies instead of simply keeping them in their mind. If they lose focus and get burdened by guilt for their choices in life, they become difficult for other people as they share philosophies they don't abide by and talk too much about mental states that that should really be lived through, not spoken on. Now, I feel like that kind of ended on a, a low note, so there's a fun fact here. Yeah, yeah. As it yeah. seems, like a symbol of our bright star, there's Dude. going to be the Geminids meteor shower peaking on the night of the 13th into the 14th with up to 150 meters per hour.
1: Yeah, it? it's
3: it's actually like the, the best meter shower of the year. <laughs> I wrote that fun fact myself. <laughs> I I knew it. <laughs> I was referring to you as oh, our God. <laughs> That was good. Oh that was so cute. Um there yeah, and some of them it's they say it's kind of like a Christmassy show too, because some of them are gonna be like red and yellow and green. So if you have light polluted free area, That's so you'll be cool. able to just like look up, like give your some your eyes some time to adjust, and you'll be able to see like so many meteors that night. If it's a clear night too, hopefully.
1: I hope it's a clear night.
3: Me too. <laughs> wow that's so meaningful um so as a surprise to you rachel we have some birthday blurbs or poems from your dearest friends that we'd like to read aloud to you right now
0: you do yes yeah (laughs) dearest friends yes yes it's just like we reached out to your most loved ones celebrate your birthday and we got a lot back so i hope you're Prepared to listen.
1: Mom, it so (laughs) emotional.
0: Good. (laughs) Okay, okay. So this is from Devin, and he wrote a haiku. Rachel has blonde hair. Rachel likes the baller boys. Rachel, Rachel, Rach. And now for a short poem that he wrote. Happy birthday, Rach. Thanks for the laughs, crafts, and celebrity drafts. And a slant rhyme. He wrote you a slant rhyme. Malik has talent
3: okay so from brennan she goes happy 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 birthday i'm so grateful for such a wonderfully strong passionate badass and beautiful woman to look up to you have shaped me in ways i can't even explain and i'm so beyond blessed to have had you in my life from the beginning of college like what I'm so glad I have someone like you to lean on and talk to whether it's me not knowing what to do with my life, boy drama, friend drama, or just to catch up. You're truly such a bright light in this world, and I cannot wait for the day that you become famous and I can clout chase off of being your friend. I'm only slightly kidding on that last part. You've shown me how important it is to present myself as my own brand, be proud of everything I've accomplished, and push for what I desire. You're like an older sister to me, and I'm so grateful Fordham Housing put me in South to meet you and Emma and Hannah. How did I get so lucky to have such insanely amazing women to look up to? Here's to you on your birthday. May it be so merry, bright, positive, and show you how incredibly loved you are, just as you do for others every single day. Happy birthday, Rach. I love you. Love, Brennan. This is beautiful.
1: That's so that beautiful. was really beautiful. Oh <laughs> did you send oh, me the transcript? I like want Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We'll send it to we you after. We have a document.
1: Oh, yeah. document for yeah. <laughs> Brennan. I feel so, so
0: the next person is from Ally G. If you have ever spent five minutes with Rachel, then you know she is a firecracker. Her energy is infectious in the best way possible. I truly mean it when I say the phrase lights up a room has never been more accurately used to describe a person. It's impossible to be upset when Rachel is nearby. What I love the most and the thing I have always envied about Rachel's is that she is unapologetically herself. Rachel Malik embodies confidence. She always carries herself with grace. So happy birthday to the girl whose go-to Starbucks order was always hot chocolate. The girl (laughs) who struts in a power boot like no other. The girl who enjoys a Dolly Rancher to cure her sore throat during flu season. The girl who can recite every lyric to any T-Swift song. And the girl who loves love. You're beautiful, you're bold, and you're braver than anyone I know. That's <laughs> also so beautiful. That was, that was so beautiful, too. Whoa.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Ellie? I can't. Okay, keep going.
3: Okay, this is from Alicia. Happy birthday, Rachel. I'm so thankful for our friendship. I love your energy, singing, and dancing, and your positivity has definitely changed my outlook on life. So thankful for you, and I can't wait to reunite when it's safe.
1: Uh, I can't wait. A leash. She makes me be more fit. Follow her. I know. I
3: want to <laughs> hire her as my personal trainer.
1: <laughs> Who needs the Nike app. It's a leash. <laughs> oh my God.
0: This one is from our Sarah Brown. Uh. Rachel Malik is an angel gracing all of us with her presence, not to be dramatic. <laughs> Sincerely, Rachel is not only incredibly smart, funny, and stunning, but she has the biggest heart. I truly learned to be a better and happier person from her. She is the perfect example of how infectious joy and positivity can brighten everyone's day. Putting out good vibes and embracing others is the best way to bring happiness back to your own life. And I'm so thankful I learned that from her. I'm so lucky to have her in my life. Happy birthday to the person who deserves all her wishes and dreams to come true. Oh
1: my God, Sarah. This is like (laughs) truly beautiful. I cannot.
3: (laughs) Okay, so this is from none other than Mrs. Malik, your mom. (laughs) You have always been the brightest star in the sky. Keep shining and here's to many more adventures, thrills and cheers. Happy birthday, Rachel. Love you bunches. I love her bunches too.
0: (laughs) This one is from Kevin Verga. He sent in a um, voice memo. So I hope this plays over for you.
2: Rachel and Emma and Hannah. I just saw this idea, so I'm going right off the dome of things I learned from Rachel, and that I appreciate about Rachel. Me and Rachel's relationship started, and it took a long time to blossom, as all beautiful things in life do. And from that, I learned that relationships take time, and to trust that instinct that me and Rachel shared, seemingly, of... There's something here. It isn't here yet, but there's something here, and and we'll get there. And luckily, we stuck with it and cared about each other enough in this more stranger, early aspect of this relationship to then become something as uh, strong and powerful and, and great and fulfilling of a relationship that we have now. So that's a great lesson is to be patient and trust your instincts with friends who, uh, you trust are going to become something greater and more meaningful. And that's really nice. And just in that vein of Rachel and I being very different, but also having this base in trusting relationships and bonding and self-improvement and all these more intangible aspects, um, That's our base, and we can grow on top of it these unique and interesting uh, dualities that me and Rachel don't necessarily share, in that we like the same things, but we like to like things, and we like to learn about things, and deconstruct things, and build them back up. And in that, in that intangible skill, um, really the world of possibilities of conversation and learning and, and anything are are infinite, because you can just go on forever. If you just like the act of conversing and act of learning about each other, then I think that's where the greatest friendships uh, exist. So, yeah, I think that's fantastic. Um, Rachel, you're a great friend, and I wish you the best. Talk soon. <laughs> Ooh.
1: I love that Kevin giggle at the end of a voicemail. <laughs> like, also... If I wanted to like write that or like craft a response to whatever you guys like sent out to the people that I love, like it would take me a minute to like really come up. Like that was off the cuff. Do you know what I mean? Like he just comes (laughs) up. He's just like such a character. Kevin.
3: Okay, we have a few more for you. This is from Gianna. She goes, Words cannot describe how lucky I feel to have Rachel not only in my life, but as a friend. I've learned so much from her. She has taught me how to be unapologetically myself, whether that be by dancing like no one is watching, even with a bag of popcorners in your hand, standing up for what you believe in, or approaching every situation with a smile and positive attitude. Rachel is someone everyone loves to be around. Her laugh and bubbly personality are infectious. You just want to be more like her. Rachel is a type of friend that will always be there for you. You can talk to her about anything and never feel uncomfortable or judged. I think my favorite thing I learned from Rachel is what to say to the football player on the way back to his apartment. Winky face. (laughs) Happy birthday, Rach. Can't wait to celebrate and shake some ass. (laughs) Shake
1: your ass. Oh my god, that was beautiful.
3: (laughs) The next one is from Kay,
0: And she wrote a haiku. Haiku? Sun envies her light. Earth trembles at her courage. Moon knows her fair beauty wind pushes her sails universe drives her journey Rachel M baby love you to the galaxies and back rage baby that was
3: really that was beautiful that needs to be published that, like truly strong i know that was like really nice i when i first read it i was just in awe i was it's so pretty, beautiful beautiful <laughs> okay you're so
1: talented so talented
3: god so good Okay, and for the last one, we have Laurel. Rachel Malik is someone who just glows. Rachel's confidence, never-ending energy, and positivity radiate from her, and she is someone who I constantly strive to be more like. Rachel thinks of others in everything she does and is not afraid to introduce herself to any and everybody. Being with Rachel is always exciting, and she's one of those people who makes you feel important every time you talk to her. Sending all of my love to the birthday girl as she exits her Taylor Swift year and enters her Jordan year. Baller! XOXO Laurel.
1: (laughs) It is my Jordan year! Happy birthday, Rach! Oh my god, you guys! Happy birthday! We love you so much. That was so beautiful. Like, thank you so much for doing that. That is so nice. And like, ahead of the game, we are recording early! (laughs) You guys really thought about this. It's so beautiful. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And thank you to everyone who submitted a blurb. <laughs> Seriously, send me the transcript. We'll send you the
0: transcript. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll share it with you right now.
1: Please do. That is. Be- I feel like my face like, hurts from like scrunching because I'm like so touched and also I'm smiling so hard. Like I just feel so <laughs> overwhelmed in the best way. Thank you so much. And of course. Now your birthday special suck in comparison. I did not stop. <laughs> no. Okay. I think that's fun. Yeah. Oh, thank you, I thank know. you, thank you. If you guys like what you're hearing, make sure to follow us on Spotify or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to rate and review as well. That would be so great. Find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. I don't even know. I don't even know which segment I'm going to use for the IGTV because I just want to publish this whole episode. It was so beautiful, top to bottom, you guys. <laughs> we really ran the gamut, too, from, like, hot takes. We showed our personality flares. And then it just became so heartwarming at the end. Like, I'm so <laughs> beautiful.
3: That's why I wanted to end that way.
1: <laughs> yes, that was that was a smart choice. Could you imagine ending... <laughs> Rachel, it's not a holiday movie. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, for blog posts, go to herbloglife.online. And for behind the scenes videos of recordings like this one, just search my channel, Rachel Malik on YouTube. Feel free to subscribe, man. I'm trying to get those subscribers up. We are at a standstill. So for the love of God, subscribe. Um, As always, thank you so much for listening. Girls, thank you for being the best friends I could ask for truly, truly, I mean that in my soul. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, I just, I love you. I'm Hannah Lajerpo. I'm Emma Spolde, and I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Vlogcast.